Hello, everybody. Welcome back. My name's Lewis, and this is Learn English with Teachify. And today's guest is drum roll, please. It's Mark. Woohoo! Yay! So, <laughs> so much excitement. We're not actually excited. I promise. <laughs> Joking, of course we are. So, um, Mark, how's life? Life's good. At the moment, it's uh, it's autumn. We're going into autumn, and here in Galicia, the leaves are turning brown. It's beautiful. Exactly. It sounds like an absolutely picturesque place, and I imagine the food is really nice in Galicia. Also, <laughs> Lewis, stop it! <laughs> I had to say it every time. <laughs> every time we speak, it's about food. But yes, the food is still good in Galicia. <laughs> So, um, Mark, what are we going to be speaking about today? We're going to be talking about traditions.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting topic, no? It is indeed. I think everybody likes speaking about traditions, but to be honest, when I speak about this topic, a lot of my students will ask me, like, "Ah,、oh, what are the traditions in the UK? What British traditions do you have?" And then. I start thinking, and I'm scratching my head, and I'm like, "What traditions are there in the UK?" So, Mark, what comes to mind? It's a tricky question, I admit, Lewis, because maybe the Spanish have very strong traditions, and everywhere you go in Spain, there is、uh, a, a local tradition. But in the UK, we haven't preserved our traditions. As well as the Spanish, but if I think about it, probably one of the most unique traditions we have is called Bonfire Night.、Mm -hmm. And、um, please, Bonfire Night. What does this involve?、Oof. Well, there's there's a complicated history, but uh, basically, um, it is celebrated on the fifth of November. Remember, remember the fifth、uh. of November. There we go,、oh. and、uh, we do two things. We create a big bonfire, which is a big fire where where we get a pile of wood outside and we make a big fire, and we put on、uh, an effigy or a kind of a model or a doll of a man, and that's the history part, Lewis. Okay, and we burn him. And the other thing we do is we light lots and lots and lots of fireworks, okay, in the sky, and everybody says, "Ooh, <laughs> ooh, wow, ooh, wow, so pretty, how exciting! This is amazing." So we are basically celebrating the death of a man. Is that the case? Do you want the history lesson, Lewis? I can give it to you if you want. I can give you a brief history. Go on. You have thirty、uh, seconds. Sum it up for me. Wow, thirty seconds. Basically, a long time ago, I think in about sixteen o five, a man called Guy Fawkes had a plan, a plot, to remove the government. And his plan was to put a lot of explosives, a lot of gunpowder, under the houses of Parliament. 
but his plan wasn't successful. <laughs> and they caught him, and they tried him, and they executed him, and they said, on this day, we will celebrate that the king is alive, the parliament is alive, and on this day, every year, we will celebrate this fantastic fact. And so we do. Round of applause, round of applause to Mark. Yeah. More than just a pretty face, Lewis. You are indeed Mr. History. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I remember celebrating uh, bonfire night growing up quite a lot. And we'd have uh, fireworks and we'd have that big bonfire. And it'd always be quite fun. And then you'd have little food stalls, maybe. And uh, it'd be a great celebration. I always had a good time. And another one which comes to mind, which... I'm not sure whether it's British or American or a little bit of both, is uh, April Fool's. Oh, yeah, it's true. um, In April, of course, we have Easter, and we celebrate Easter with Easter eggs. And sometimes uh, growing up, you'd go on an Easter egg hunt, trying to kind of find these Easter eggs. Do you mean eggs, Lewis? What do you mean? uh, They are in the shape of eggs but they are made from chocolate. So it's really, really common uh, just before Easter to go to the supermarket and look around and all you can see is big (laughs) chocolate eggs. I know, everywhere, as far as the eye can see. (laughs) It is literally like uh, being a kid in a candy store, as they would say in the United States. Um. This is something we always do for Easter. But before that, we have April Fool's Day, which is, um, I believe it's only in the morning of the 1st of April. Really? The morning? I didn't didn't know this. Technically, after midday, after 12 o'clock, then you cannot make a joke anymore. It's over. Uh, So what is the tradition, Lewis? The tradition is that you will try to deceive someone. You will try to fool someone. You'll try to trick someone um, the morning of the 1st of April. And then if they fall for the trick, if they believe the trick, then you will shout in their face and say, ha ha, April Fools. April Fools. A fool? What is that? A fool is kind of somebody who's maybe a little bit stupid or naive. Somebody who can be fooled. Somebody who can be tricked and deceived. Yeah, somebody naive or gullible, maybe. For mm. sure. Naive and gullible. Somebody who will believe everything. So <laughs> last year, I think I wrote a little message to our Slack, our group, um, <laughs> on April I remember. And I believe I put it in bold, in like big letters and in capitals. And I said, guess what, guys? I'm getting married. I remember. And everybody, well, almost everybody, believed you. Because, let's face it, Lewis, it's pretty believable. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, (laughs) you could say that it's pretty believable. Because I have been in a relationship for eight years. But no, I laughed in their face. And I was like, ha, fools, it's not true. It's it's, it's almost too believable, Lewis. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Now... Anyway, now there we have two examples of some British traditions and some little elements of British culture. Now, uh, 
after living for such a long time in Spain. Mark, what Spanish traditions are you fond of? Which ones do you enjoy celebrating? Oh my goodness, Lewis. Well, there are many, many Spanish traditions, but I think it's important to remember that when we live in a specific place, that there are specific traditions. So I lived in Seville, and of course, in Seville, there are two very important traditions. There is Semana Santa, Holy Week, and the Feria, the April Fair. And I love the April Fair. And uh, you love the April Fair. Um, uh, why do you prefer that to Holy Week? <laughs> well, I think the April Fair is a bit more accessible. It's a bit more enjoyable to the outsider, to somebody foreign like me. Um, Holy Week, Semana Santa is, is, is very beautiful. It's very traditional. But maybe you need to grow up in that environment. You need to be a child and see these things. Uh, and then, then you can understand it more. Yeah, I think we're on the same page there because after living in uh, Sevilla for what, like six or seven years, um, I have actually never been in Seville for Holy Week. <laughs> I have no idea really what it's like. And I don't mind. <laughs> That's fine. I don't mind missing it. But well, the fair, I think if you enjoy eating, drinking, dancing, having a good time with friends, then you will like the fair. And on top of that, if you like dressing up and wearing a suit, which I do from time to time, but not that often, then at least for a couple of days, it is a blast. It is amazing. It's a little bit like going to a wedding, but a wedding that lasts for seven or eight days. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's tiring. I have to admit. <laughs> well, some people are some people are professionals. They're they're you know they're extreme. They go maybe well every day. Crazy. They've been practicing. They've been training for this moment. What about you? Have you seen any traditions outside of Seville? Well, there's one that I was thinking of earlier when you were telling me about uh, bonfire night. And it is that in Valencia, uh, there is this big tradition of fireworks too, um, which is called uh, Las Fallas. Mm -hmm. And I've never actually been, so I don't really know what it is like exactly. But from what I've heard, it is that um, they make big dolls um, or big kind of decorations, which might be related to local traditions or maybe even politicians. And That's then right. they burn these objects, which are, of course, flammable. They can be lit and they, uh, they burn. And then they also have fireworks throughout the whole city. Uh, I'm not sure if it lasts for a weekend, a day or a week, but everybody who goes there, they, they tell me that it is an amazing celebration. And of course, it is an excuse to spend time <laughs> with friends, to eat paella and have a good time. Well, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. It's true that in A Coruña, in Galicia, and in many places in Spain, uh, there is a similar tradition on the night of San Juan, St. John. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, on the beaches, they, this is normally celebrated in coastal towns, 
on the beaches, they light lots and lots and lots of mini bonfires. So you remember a bonfire is a small fire outside. And one of the traditions is to jump over the fire. That sounds a little bit dangerous. <laughs> It is a little bit dangerous. And in fact, I remember in Corunia, there were lots and lots of ambulances lined up on the road by the sea, just in case. <laughs> well, if, if anybody is listening to this and you're thinking about going to uh, a Corunia or Galicia to celebrate the Knights of St. John, be careful. Watch out. I think it's fairly safe. And I th I'm not sure because I didn't do it, but I think you're supposed to uh, think of something that you want to do, a, a wish for the future as you jump over the fire. And if you do this, it will come true. Oh, that's nice. It's nice, isn't it? And um, you compared the fair, the Seville fair to a wedding. Um, people who listen to this podcast will know that earlier this year, I went to my sister's wedding. Oh. Uh, my sister got married. So uh, now, in fact, she is in the Maldives on her honeymoon. Uh, it was a delayed honeymoon uh, to avoid the wet season. Um, but yeah, she's having a great time over there. And the wedding was quite traditional. It was quite small, but it wasn't a religious wedding. It was just a civil one. And I remember comparing... My experience going to a Spanish wedding and a uh, an English wedding. And the Spanish one was much bigger. There was more food and a free bar, <laughs> which we didn't have for my sister's wedding. I'm not going to say which one was better. Spanish wedding. Sorry, Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> but. Nobody heard that. Um, but. That was an example of a very traditional wedding in the UK. Um, speaking about weddings, Mark, um, have you been to a wedding recently? I have been to a wedding recently. Um, it was in the UK and it was quite a small wedding, quite a relaxed wedding, quite a casual wedding. And I think it's becoming fashionable for people in the UK to have more relaxed, smaller weddings because let's face it weddings are expensive and in the uk unlike spain it isn't traditional to give uh, the bride and groom the couple some money for the wedding mm. so basically the bride and the groom have to pay for the wedding themselves and to be honest that's the way i think it should be <laughs> If I got married in Spain, which I would definitely do, wink, wink. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then I'll wait for your message on April the 1st, Lewis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch out. Uh, I think it is uh, a little bit cheeky, maybe, when you are getting married to tell all of the guests that basically you need to pay me 100, 150, 200 euros to go to the wedding. Uh, I don't know. That's my point of view. How do you is feel it, about it? Is it cheeky, Lewis? Is it is it taking advantage, or is it just tradition? Oh, <laughs> I like that little summary. Now, um, let's finish off with one little debate, which is, I'm ready. Traditions. Um, should we preserve traditions 
Like, should we always think that, oh, it's traditional, so let's keep doing it? Because some traditions can be a little bit controversial. What are your thoughts on this? That's a very big question, Lewis, and I wish we had all day to talk about (laughs) it. But I think we absolutely 100% should preserve traditions. It's one of the things that I most enjoy about living in Spain is in comparison with the UK, Spain has many traditions which are strong um, and and people enjoy them. People of all different um, cultures and, and, and backgrounds and classes enjoy these traditions. And I think it helps bring a community together and give everyone an experience which they can share and something to talk about. Because I think if you let it go, then what makes you British at the end of the day, if you if it's not these traditions? Exactly. No, uh, I think that's a very good point, And I agree with you. Maybe not 100%. I think there are some exceptions that maybe there are some traditions which maybe shouldn't be celebrated, but can be studied. Um, but who knows? This is maybe one of the reasons why in the UK, I struggle to think of many traditions. Whereas in Spain, I can list five or ten just off the top of my head. And I guess it's what makes a culture a culture. And it's what defines your nationality. So I think it's important to uh, preserve these traditions and to study them and to pass them on from generation to generation. uh, Because it's beautiful and it's always good to have a reason to celebrate something. Right? I think that's it. At the end of the day, life is about celebrating and living, right? 100%. (sighs) And on that note, we'll leave you with that philosophical quote from Mark. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast speaking about traditions. I hope you learned something about Bonfire Night, April Fools, and maybe some Spanish traditions too. It's been a productive podcast, right? Yeah, I think we've covered a lot, Lewis. Good job. Pat yourself on the back. I will, I will. I am patting myself on the back as we speak. On that note, uh, thank you very much for listening, and I hope you have a fantastic day. And do not forget to... Teachify your life! Of course! Bye-bye! Bye, everyone! Bye!